And now it's time for Men in Charge in Brief. I'm Kevin Decker. And I'm Tony Flynn. Tonight's red light look into horology, and it's not what you think, is The Commissariat of Time, Part 1. Each episode of Men in Charge in Brief has an implicit question of etiological, biological, or geographical import. And the first listener to write in with the correct answer could win a valuable prize. Somewhere in the distant past, or what some say is the same thing, the distant future, lies the mysterious, ineluctable commissariat of time. Hello? Anybody in there? I've been waiting forever. I was told this was the commissariat of time. Hello? Anyone? I'm here about the atomic clocks. Atomic clocks, did you say? What do you, a puny, foolish mortal, know about atomic clocks? Well, for one thing, I've got one right here in this bag. I call him Cardinal Wolsey. (laughs) That is no atomic clock. We here at the Commissariat of Time must approve the creation and use of all atomic clocks. So, again, I repeat. (laughs) Look, my name is Edwin Slezak. I just invented this clock, and by the amount of time I was kept waiting in your main vestibule, I'm seriously starting to think that your atomic clocks are inaccurate. (laughs) You cannot possibly be serious. (laughs) Look, I have an official Edwin Slezak radiation counter for kids right here. I think I put decaying cesium or something inside. I wasn't really paying attention when I opened the package from Radio Shack. You haven't used proper safety procedures? You you idiot. Look, it's clear you want me to just clear off and go away. All I'm asking is that you compare the time on your master clock with my atomic clock. If yours is off, then you'll promise never to come back? We've got a lot of important chronophonological work going on here. Sure, fine. Should I throw this up to you and hope you catch it through your tiny window? No, no, no. Let me come down there instead. Now give me. Okay, but be careful. We don't want you to drop the only accurate atomic clock in the whole world. (laughs) That'll be the day. Sometime later, but how much later, the commissariat functionary returns. Take one down, pass it around, 9,426,000,022 beers on the wall. I I am still shaking. Uh, You uh, uh, have my apologies, Mr. Sleazy. Sleazak. Edwin Sleazak. Go on. Uh, When my colleagues and I noticed the discrepancy between your homemade atomic clock and our master clock, we knew that yours must have been at fault. But then... Big Ron suggested we compare both to our backup absolute time gauge. A cross-section of the trunk of the biggest redwood tree ever cut down. And I bet old Red told you my clock was more accurate? Yes. Uh, My superiors were so chagrined that they made me resign on the spot. I am no longer a commissar of time. I've got to go and clean up my time desk. Here is your atomic clock. For me. Well, Cardinal Wolsey, what you might think is a terrible thing to happen to that particular terrible person, I would count as a success for Edwin Slezak's patented hypnotic dust. I bet they all handled you, got it on their hands, and as a result, 
they all distrusted their perfectly accurate clocks and tree rings. Now come on, we've got to get back to the nuclear monoskid in time for you to resume your duties as King of Albania. And that's all the time we have for today's adventure with the Commissariat of Time. Don't forget to tune in next time. Indeed, you will tune in next time. And the time after that. And the time after that. June Holyrood of West Upper Heights asks if the question implied by today's episode is, how many time zones does the nation of Russia extend across? And of course, that's wrong because Russia no longer exists. It's the Soviet Union. I'm sorry, Judy. Please try again next time. People who don't have to try again are our cast. Kevin Decker, Nisha Schramm, Tony Flynn, and thanks to the fellow who deposits his own checks made out to cash to bolster his bank account, Brian Lindsay.